Welcome into Rocky Talk, the Tennessee podcast presented by seccountry.com. My name is Josh Ward. I'm excited to be with you today here on the show. It is the final week of Rocky Talk presented by SEC Country. It's been a really good run and I've continued to receive messages about the show, questions about the possibility of the podcast continuing on even after SEC Country closes at the end of the week. And I don't really have any answers for you right now. I'm, of course, going to continue doing radio for WNML in Knoxville. We talk a lot of Tennessee on there. We talk other sports. We talk other teams as well. So it's not all Tennessee all the time. It's much more Tennessee as we get closer to the season. But that will continue. As far as the podcast, I don't have an answer for you right now. But I appreciate all the messages that I've received and appreciate all the requests for the podcast to somehow continue, and who knows, maybe it will, but I can tell you I'll be here through the rest of this week. I'm talking about what's going on with Tennessee, and on today's show, we've got some recruiting to talk about. Tennessee added a commitment over the weekend, Jalil Clemens, a linebacker defensive end prospect from Starkville, Mississippi. He's going to join the show coming up in just a moment, so you will hear from Tennessee's latest commitment in the 2019 class. Tennessee has a total of 11 commitments in the class now. Former Tennessee wide receiver Joey Kent talked on Friday about John Ward, his impact on Tennessee, and you may remember Joey Kent's touchdown on play number one against Alabama. We played that call last Thursday on the show as we paid tribute to John Ward. Coming up on the show, you'll hear Joey Kent talk about that play and talk about John Ward and what he meant to the University of Tennessee. It is right here on Rocky Talk. It's the Tennessee podcast talking about what's going on with the Vols thanks to seccountry.com. So Tennessee picks up a commitment over the weekend from Jalil Clemens. He is, as I mentioned, a linebacker defensive end prospect. As it relates to Tennessee, the Vols are recruiting him as an outside linebacker. He's about 6'2", 235, 240 pounds, He wants to be a little bit bigger at Tennessee, but Tennessee is recruiting Jalil Clemens to come in and get after the quarterback. I think that's what that's all about, is they want guys that can put pressure in the backfield and go after the quarterback, and Jalil Clemens is a player that Tennessee's coaching staff has evaluated and said, we think he can get after the quarterback. Other schools in the SEC have recruited Jalil Clemens, but they've been slow to offer. Schools like Auburn and Ole Miss and LSU, Mississippi State, they've been in contact with Jalil Clemens. They have recruited him. But in May, Tennessee offered a scholarship to Clemens, invited him to Knoxville this past weekend. He camped. Tennessee wanted to see him in person. And both sides wanted to get something done. So while Jalil has waited to see if other schools would offer him, Tennessee offered a couple of months ago and brought him to campus, and he committed. So I want to welcome to the show Jalil Clemens, linebacker commit for Tennessee in the 2019 class. He attends Starkville High School in Mississippi. Jalil, thank you for making some time to join the show here. And I want to start off with first, what was the experience like? What was it like being in Knoxville this past weekend leading up to your commitment? Well, it was a great experience, a great coach staff, great facilities, great town, great people, great people. Why did you go into the trip with the intention of committing? What was it about Tennessee that made you want to go ahead and pull the trigger? I just felt like it was a spot for me. I just felt like it was a spot for me because they can help me on and off the field. It's a great school, great history. How do you think Tennessee's coaches can help you? First of all, everybody on the defensive side of the ball, they won a lot of national championships. A lot of autumn coaches, they won a lot, a lot of national championships. They've been in the positions. They know 
they got connections with NFL teams, and they got all the connections, and they just perfect coaches there. They know what they're talking about. Talking to Jaleel Clemens, he committed to Tennessee over the weekend. How much did it mean to you that Tennessee's coaching staff believes in you, that they've gone ahead and offered you a scholarship and pushed for you to commit to Tennessee? It meant a lot because every other SEC school said I was too small. But yet Coach Fuller saw different. Is it your goal to get bigger at the college level? What size, what weight do you think would be good for you to play at? Have you thought about that yet? Stay about the same, probably like six three. 255. And Tennessee staff, what have they said to you about how you fit in to what they want to do defensively? Uh, you know, Coach Stewart ran that three front Alabama defense, you know, and ran that three four. And he see me at outside linebacker play like a Ryan Anderson type position. What did you think when they told you that? So it was an honor because Ryan Anderson was my favorite um, player, and they compared me to him. What do you see about what they're trying to build at Tennessee, what Tennessee's coaching staff is trying to put together? they putting together um, a massive championship winning team. they got the coaches for it all, recruiting the players for it. want to get a netty. Yeah, I would think that you're in Starkville. There are probably a lot of Mississippi State fans. Is there kind of uh, – are, are people kind of torn? They're excited for you that you're going to Tennessee, but they'd probably like to see you at Mississippi State as well. What's been the kind of reaction in, that you've been able to hear in Starkville? They just been like, good luck. Uh, they still wish I would have played for Mississippi State. I got the fans love me at Mississippi State, but I had no offer. So, talking to Jaleel Clemens, he committed to Tennessee over the weekend. Does that provide a little extra motivation to you? Yeah, that's a lot of motivation. Now, I know on social media, on Twitter, you've probably heard from a lot of Tennessee fans. What has that felt like to hear so many Tennessee fans congratulate you, welcome you to Big Orange Country? That's good. That's good. I mean, I Tennessee, I love their fan base. Fan base together. Nice people. And, and by the way, Jalil, you mentioned that you think Tennessee's putting together kind of a national championship program uh, to get back to that level. What would it mean to you to be a part of the first full class that, that Jeremy Pruitt signs to help build Tennessee back to a championship level? It means a lot. It really means a lot. Well, between now and getting to Tennessee, uh, what do you think you need to work on? What, what are your goals for your senior year there at Starkville? And then what do you need to work on before you get to Tennessee? First of all, I'm working on taking my team to the state championship, winning the championship. And I'm going to work on some more linebacker drills because I've been a defensive end all my life and not able to get the linebacker. And is, do, you, do you think the main role for you will be to be a pass rusher, to be in a position where you can get to the quarterback most effectively? Yeah, that's going to be it. Yeah, I'd say so. Have you heard from other schools? Do you think this will cause your recruitment to pick up? How will that affect, you think, recruiting moving forward? Um, hear from Ole Miss, but I don't know. Do you think that you'll want to visit other schools, or how much have you thought about that yet? Um, I ain't think about that much, but whatever comes, comes. I'm a Tennessee ball right now. Good deal. Well, before you go, your family, what's it been like celebrating with them this announcement that you're committing to Tennessee? been cool. Feels good. Well, hey, uh, Jalil, thanks so much for giving me a few minutes. I'll let you go and get back to the celebration, but thanks for joining me for a few minutes to talk about Tennessee. All right, thank you. He is Tennessee linebacker commit Jalil Clemens, and as you can tell, one, he's very happy to have that offer and commitment to Tennessee. Two, very much believes in Tennessee staff. Jalil Clemens saying he believes Tennessee is going to bring a natty, a national championship to Tennessee. Time will tell. There's a lot of work to be done for that to be the case. 
But Tennessee's coaching staff continues to build, continues to work to try to put together as good of a class as it can for 2019. And now Tennessee has 11 commitments in the class. I do get asked a lot, how is Tennessee doing in recruiting, just in general? And my answer is always, Tennessee's doing well. Tennessee is doing a good job in recruiting. I think the Vols are off to a nice start in 2019. Wanya Morris is a big-time get. He and Jackson Lampley start things up front on the offensive line. They've added a couple of tight ends. They're really happy to have Ramel Keaton, the wide receiver. Lakia Henry is a Juco linebacker who could come in and help right away. So Tennessee's doing really well. I do also add in that the SEC overall is doing really well. If you look at the 24-7 composite rankings, the number one team is Alabama. The number two team is Texas A&M. The number three team is LSU. The top three are from the SEC. Mississippi State is eighth. Georgia is 10th. South Carolina is 13th. Auburn is 14th. And Tennessee is 18th. Ole Miss, I skipped over Ole Miss. They're 16th. So Tennessee is 18th in the country, which is ninth in the SEC. That doesn't mean Tennessee's doing a bad job being ninth in the SEC, and that's, of course, very much subject to change. It just means that it's going to be a really competitive year in the SEC. Tennessee is focusing on evaluations. It's focusing on, I think, recruiting some of the needs, those needs being to get bigger. It's defensive heavy right now, but they're going to go after plenty of offensive talent as well. But Tennessee, it has a lot of work to do on the recruiting trail, just like the other schools do. Tennessee has 11 commitments, which is fine. Tennessee's in in fine shape from a number standpoint. And there are schools, certainly schools, with more commitments who are ahead of Tennessee that do benefit from the number of commitments they have, like Mississippi State being 10 spots higher than Tennessee. Mississippi State also has five more commits than the Vols. Right now, Tennessee, I think, is in good shape. There's a lot of work to be done. What happens this fall will have an impact because there will be coaching changes. There will be movement. Some teams will overperform. Some will underperform. Tennessee's going to keep hitting the recruiting trail hard. And Tennessee, I think, has been very active and has done a really good job of getting prospects to campus. Jaden Hill is a guy who was on campus this past weekend, a cornerback from down in Alabama. Tennessee continues to recruit that position very hard. So right now, Tennessee has 11 commitments. Tennessee has a long way to go with the 2019 class. But I do think that right now, Tennessee is happy with its commitment list and with where it stands with a lot of the most highly touted players in the nation. On Friday, Adam Friedman of Rivals joined the show to talk about players like Quaveris Crouch and Darnell Wright. So if you missed Friday's show, go back and listen to the interview with Adam Friedman talking about where Tennessee is with some of the nation's most highly touted players. And then again, evaluations matter. Jalil Clemens, not the most highly touted player, but Tennessee's coaching staff believes in him, has offered him a scholarship, and is bringing him in to help Tennessee's defense in the future. So you have to trust and hope that Jeremy Pruitt and his coaching staff's evaluation, that it pays off. You're listening to Rocky Talk, the Tennessee podcast presented by seccountry.com. I want you to listen to this interview with Joey Kent. All-time great Tennessee wide receiver, still holds a bunch of records in Tennessee history for what he did in the mid-90s, playing receiver at Tennessee, playing alongside Peyton Manning. On Friday on Sports 180 on WNML, I had a chance to talk to Joey Kent. I'm going to start out by playing the call from John Ward, and then it will go into the interview. But this is from the 1995 Alabama game. A spectacular play by Joey Kent and a difference-making play, I think, for Tennessee football Here's the call and then the interview with Joey Kent. 
This will be Manning. Back to throw. Across the middle. Pass complete. Ball down at the 35. To the 40. To the 45. To the 50. To the 45. To the 40. To the 35. 30. 25. 20. 15. 10. 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Kent. Touchdown on play number one. You know, every time that you join us, I think that's the play call that we play before you hop on with us. It's a it's a big play, I know, in your career in Tennessee history, and but also the play call really makes it special, doesn't it? What what have you thought when you've been able to go back and hear that play call after the fact, the touchdown on play number one call by John Ward? Josh, it just takes me back to that night. I mean, that was a huge night for the program. Obviously, we didn't know the game was going to go the way it did. Uh, we obviously didn't know the play number one was going to be a touchdown. We knew it was going to be a pretty big play, but um, it just takes me back to that night. And I've heard that call um, thousands and thousands of times. And every time I hear it, it does something to me. Um, the funny part about that is um, on Wednesday night, I was in, in Louisville for a meeting and I was at dinner with some friends and Peyton um, sent that audio call to me. He texted that to me. Um, and I looked at it and, and I, I mean, I listened to it and I, you know, I just kind of shrugged it off because he sends kind of random stuff here and there. Um, and you know, 30, 45 minutes later, I jumped on Twitter and that's when I saw, um, the passing of, um, legendary John Ward. And it just kind of, kind of knocked me back because I know the impact and the, uh, he was a giant, you know, and, and w- w- with Tennessee athletics and it just, um, took me back a little bit. Um, because I know what type of impact he's had on the program. Yeah, what stands out to you about that kind of impact uh, that John Ward made on the University of Tennessee and Tennessee athletics? Yeah, I was talking to some other guys earlier this morning. You know, you have, you know, you have legends um, when you talk about University of Tennessee. You talk about the Mount Rushmore of Tennessee athletics, and you, you start off with General Nalen, you go to Pat Summit, you go to Reggie White, you go to Peyton Manning. You, these guys are not only the best, that Tennessee has offers, they were the best to ever do it in general, just period. They were just the best to ever do it. You can add John Ward's name to that list. I mean, he's he's right up there with those guys um, to, just to be the best to ever do it, not only at Tennessee, um, but the best to ever do it, period. Joey, do you remember the first time you heard that call of the 80-yard touchdown reception? I, I do, man. It, it was the next day. Um, it was the next day, and it was just – we. Anytime you beat Alabama is special, and the fashion that we did it that night in '95, um, and hearing that call the next day, it just it just did something to me. And I, again, every time I hear that call, it just brings me back to that night of the celebration and how we, um, you know, how we beat Alabama and the fashion that we beat Alabama that night, um, the camaraderie in the in the locker room, and um, just the happiness. Um, it, it always takes me back to that, that, that night in 95. We're talking to Joey Kent, VFL, former great Tennessee wide receiver, and, and we played at the start of the segment that call of the play number one touchdown from Peyton to Joey uh, to help lead Tennessee to a big blowout win over Alabama. It's in 1995, and Joey, you, you didn't know what was about to happen, but you guys go on to have a big season, then of course over the next few years, great success for Tennessee, leading to SEC titles and a national championship in 98. Did you at least have a feeling, though, that night after the big win against Alabama that maybe that could be a, a breakthrough for the program to where things could go to an even higher level moving forward? Honestly, I, we were just so happy to be Alabama that night. 
yeah. <laughs> you know, I did you know, I was so young, you know, being so young in the program, you know, I, I didn't think about the impact of that particular game on the rest of the program for years to come. I mean, who, you know, we had lost to those guys so many times just being them one time, we were happy about it, but who knew that was going to lead into, you know, being them, you know, six or seven consecutive years, national championship, you know, two years later, we, we were just happy to beat Alabama that night. Um, but now that I'm older, I'm able to kind of view it from a different lens and kind of reminisce a little bit. That, you know, that could be one of the turning points for that, you know, for the University of Tennessee's program that night. Um, and just, again, just listening to that call, man, it just, you know, it gives me chills because I know, um, I know what that game meant to a lot of people, what that game means to a lot of people now. Um, the impact that that game had on a lot of people. I, I, you know, people come up to me all the time. You know, half of them say, you know, people say that they're at the, at the game and I hear stories about what happened while they're in the stadium. But the other half say, you know, they were at a wedding or in a car or didn't make it, didn't make it into the game until, you know, after that first series. You know, it's just, you hear different stories of, um, of people just reminiscing about that 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 call from John Ward, um, and I enjoy every single last one of them because you know it, it takes those people back and it takes the fans back to a time where you know Tennessee football was really really good, um, and it takes them back to a time where it was just special moments where maybe their father or their or their brother or their mom um, listened to John Ward, and it's just. It's a, it's a huge loss for the program, you know. Even though he hasn't been with the program or made a call in 20 years, 19, 20 years, it's a huge loss for Tennessee because you you're you're losing one of the, one of the giants in the program. Yeah, don't you think that kind of speaks to the impact that he made? That it has been 20 years since John Ward was calling <laughs> Tennessee football games, but but the emotional connection is still so strong. I, I, absolutely, I mean it's just. It's just he was uh, he was brilliant at what he did, and uh, again, once you once you become that good at what you do, it transcend transcends any period of time, right? So, like I, I mentioned, General Nalen and Peyton and Reggie White and Pat Summit, those people, those individuals could coach and play on any era and be great. And I can put again, I can put John Ward on that same plane. He could have broadcast it you know 20 years before he did he can broadcast now and be great and so that's what makes you know him so great that you know his his voice his style the way he put words together um is still impactful in 2018 that's vfl former tennessee wide receiver joey kent all-time great player at tennessee great guy as well and you listen to what he had to say right there joey very much cares about the university of tennessee and he knows that John Ward did as well. Appreciate him joining us on Friday to talk a little bit about the impact that John Ward made, and as Joey pointed out there, is still making on the University of Tennessee. Tennessee is going to have an event to honor John Ward on Wednesday night. So the tributes, the memories, the stories, they will continue this week, which I think is a great thing. The podcast on SEC Country continues through this week. I want to thank you for hanging out today. I want to thank you again for all the messages, the questions, the comments about the show, and what happens after this week, we'll see. But I'm back tomorrow talking about what's going on with Tennessee. 
It's Rocky Talk, the Tennessee podcast, presented by seccountry.com. I'm on Twitter at Josh underscore Ward if you'd like to follow me there or send me a message. Thank you again. I'll see you tomorrow.